The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Yes, this is room 311. All right. Hello. Well, good morning, dear. How are you? What's the matter? The egg beater's in the second drawer, dear. Excuse me. Now, hold on a minute. The nurse just came in. Are you through with your breakfast tray? Yes, I am. Thank you. Would you bring me some fresh water, please? Oh, yes, of course. Right away. Hello, dear. Now, what do you want an egg beater for? You're going all the trouble to make yourself scrambled eggs? You never want them in the morning when I get breakfast for you. <laughs> well, what's the trouble? Well, I don't know what you mean. You can't find anything. It's a... Why, there is plenty of salt, dear. Look in the pantry on the second shelf. What? That's in the broom closet on the shelf. What do you want furniture polish for? All right. All right. Goodbye. Yeah. Yes, I'm fine. So is the baby. Oh, goodbye, dear. Oh, honestly. Your fresh water. Oh, thank you. I haven't seen you before. I've been on night duty up in surgery. I've just been transferred to this floor. Oh, I see. My poor husband's keeping house for himself. He can't find anything. It'll do him good. He'll appreciate you more when you get home. <laughs> Is this your first baby? Oh, no. I have a little girl nearly seven. Betsy. But she's staying with my mother over in Cass, and I, I had a boy this time. Well, that's wonderful. <laughs> Is Betsy looking forward to seeing a new brother? Well, I hope so. She's been a little bit jealous, I think. And she was terribly excited when she heard it was a boy. But I talked to my mother yesterday, and she said Betsy hadn't even mentioned the baby since. Well, I wouldn't worry about it. When there's an older child, it usually puts a nose out of joint for a while, as they say. <laughs> yeah. She'll get over it. They generally do. But if I were you, I'd keep an eye on her to begin with when she's alone with a baby. Uh -huh. Jealous child can sometimes find little ways to get even, like taking a rattle away from him. Oh, you know. yes, yes. Oh, dear. I hope we don't have any real problems. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Hello? Yes, dear. What is it now? Oh, he's really going to appreciate having you back home. The cord? What cord? Oh, to the fry pan. Well, don't sound so hysterical. It's behind the pantry door hanging on a hook. When I don't get it mixed up with the cord to the waffle iron. Well, if you'll calm down, dear, I will tell you exactly... There may be two sides to most stories, but there's only one side to be on in the stories you hear on CBS Radio's FBI in Peace and War. And that's on the side of the law. That's where the real thrills are in these fascinating and dramatic exposés. An agent of the law never knows what dangers are waiting, never knows what a criminal mind will stoop to when the going gets rough. Once they tackle a case, there is no turning back for our FBI in peace and war. They must outsmart the cleverest confidence men, must outdare the most reckless racketeers. Every Sunday, fight the good fight with CBS Radio's FBI in peace and war. Justice sparks the excitement on indictment, another dramatic feature heard on most of these same stations each Sunday. Go behind the scenes at the office of an assistant district attorney. Learn how evidence is gathered to build a case to a just indictment every Sunday as CBS Radio presents Indictment. If it isn't visiting hours, I have got to see my wife. Well, all right, go on in. Yes, thank you. My ah. goodness, was that you out there raising all that fuss in the hall? Just ridiculous. Just because it's not visiting hours, well, they dear, tell me. A hospital does have rules and regulations. Well, Anyhow, what are you doing here at eleven thirty in the morning? Something go wrong at the office? I haven't even been to the office. 
You haven't been? What have you been doing? What have I been doing, she says. Yeah? I have been doing housework is what I've been doing. Housework? Are you eating breakfast? No, this is my lunch tray. They always bring it at 11. I'm not the least bit hungry. Oh, boy, I am. Well, you sound as though you got yourself a huge breakfast this Look, morning. Look, I, I tried to. I tried to. But between the phone ringing and the doorbell, my scrambled eggs got cold and hard as rocks. Oh, and I, I, dear. And you like them wet, too. Couldn't okay. even eat them. The bacon burned and the coffee. Oh, what was the trouble? That was the worst tasting stuff I have ever had. I, I, I don't know what was wrong with it. What did you make the coffee in? Well, that small drip coffee pot. Well, did you put everything in right? Well, the part with the coffee and it goes in the middle, you know. Did you put it in the top and pour the water right on the on the coffee? Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess I did. When are you coming home? Not until Monday, dear. You know that. Now you're to drive over to Cass and get Betsy at Mother's on Sunday. Yeah, well... Goodness, you were looking forward to having a fine time batching it. Yeah, look, if you're not going to eat that lunch... Here, take it. <laughs> well, I mean, if we're paying for the hospital meals, we might as well eat them, huh? Yeah, you were all excited about having the house to yourself. I thought you were even going to have a poker party last night. I had it. Well, didn't you have fun? No wife around to remind you that it was getting late? Look, I wish you had been there, though. Those guys stayed until 4 o'clock. Oh, we must have had fun. Fun? I was so dead tired, I thought they would never go home. In fact, Harry didn't go home. He said it was too late to drive that far. He might as well stay over. And when he got up this morning, do you think he helped clean up the mess? Oh, no, indeed. He helped himself to a brand new white shirt of mine, took one look at the house and said he guessed he'd better grab some coffee downtown. Just took off. What mess, dear? What mess? You, you should have seen that house. Ashes all over the place. Beer cans. Somebody said a beer can right on my briefcase, which was lying on the desk, left a ring on it, right on the leather. I can't, can't get it off. Oh, I'm sorry, They insisted dear. on making bacon and eggs about 3 o'clock in the morning. I wish every... I bet you every dish in that house was dirty. They, they, they just left it. Not one guy offered to help me clean up. Not oh, one guy. that's too bad, darling. So this morning I had to get up and vacuum and dust and do up the dishes. Uh-huh. And, oh, one of the guys apparently set a hot cup of coffee on that little end table, you know, by the sofa. Oh, no. Yeah, left a nice white mark. Oh, really? I tried the furniture polish on it, and that didn't help a bit. So I found that book, you know, on household hints. Uh-huh. It said to rub ashes on it. Yeah, And I tried good. that. I think I got housemaid's elbow from rubbing. Well, you've had quite a day so far. And I have certainly got dishpan hands. Look, look at them. And house, housemaid's knee, I might add. I had to scrub the kitchen floor. Well, it shouldn't be that dirty. I left the house in perfect condition. I'm sure Aunt Martha must have cleaned up before she left. After the guys fried the bacon last night, they poured the grease in a tin can. Then somebody knocks the can over and all the bacon grease went all over the floor. Oh, no. Yeah. I should have cleaned it up then, but yes. I was so darn tired. I got to have my sleep. You know that. I just can't take this. I, I can't stay up until 4... What are you smiling at? Nothing, nothing. I, I wasn't smiling, dear. Just uh, <clears throat> cleared my throat. That's... So, of course, the bacon grease had hardened all over the floor, and you can imagine the job that was, cleaning that up. Yes. And no sooner finished cleaning it up than I reached into the cupboard to get a can of sugar, knocked that down. Oh, yeah, so I had sugar all over the floor. Have you ever tried to sweep up a can full of sugar from the floor? Uh-huh. Have you? Mm-hmm. One time when Betsy knocked it down and I scolded her, and you said not to be so cross with her that accidents will happen. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, anyhow, I did the best I could. Even now, I walk across that kitchen floor and I hear scrunch, 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 scrunch. <laughs> mm. Oh, you poor darling. What a morning you Oh, had. yes, and then the dry cleaner came just as uh. my hands were all soapy from the dishwater, so I had to stop and get stuff ready to go, and when I got back, my dishwater was all cold. I had to start that all oh, over. Oh, dear, no That phone that. rang constantly. Everybody wanted to know how you were uh-huh. and how the baby is oh. and when you were coming home uh-huh. and what we decided to name the baby. <laughs> and Yeah, yes, now, dear, that we have to decide on. Now, we cannot put it off. I had a letter from Aunt Effie yesterday. They brought it up late last night for some reason, and she said again 
that your family did so hope we would name the baby Chauncey. Well... Look, well, we don't have to name the baby Chauncey. Well, she seems to feel that your father expects it. I know, I know. Hey, maybe we could make Chauncey his middle name, huh? No, dear, not that there's anything wrong with the name Chauncey. I just don't like it. I always think of Chauncey Ames. I never could stand him. Did you tell your family we might name him that? Well, did you? Well, no, no, I'm. I... Excuse me. Oh, come in, nurse. A couple of letters for you, and some flowers just came, which I put in water. Oh, thank you. Here's the card. Oh, thank you very much. Have you finished your lunch? Well, I haven't finished our lunch. Oh, <laughs> well, all right, I'll leave it. Yeah. I'll put these flowers in a vase. I'm afraid the meals aren't too good here, dear. Tastes like ambrosia to me after eating my own cooking. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that from? Looks like my mother's handwriting. Yeah, it is. Oh, dear, they're driving over today. It's huh? afternoon. Father's going to close the hardware store early. They'll leave about four and get to our house about six. Want to come and visit me at the hospital this evening, see the baby? Get here at six? Oh, she's... Oh, yeah. well, I'll, I'll, I'll take him out to dinner. Well, you can't do that. You know your mother hates to eat out. She gets so upset at the prices. Well, I am certainly not going to cook dinner. Well, you're certainly not going to give them a sandwich. You'll have to give them a decent dinner. I'm not going to have your mother saying that you're starving to death while I'm in the hospital living off sandwiches and pickles. You mean i got to cook dinner for them? Well, your mother can't anyhow. Have you forgotten that she burned her hand last week terribly, and that's why Aunt Martha had to go and help her out? Oh, my gosh, I... Get a steak. You can cook that on the outdoor grill. Bake some potatoes in the oven. That's not hard. Have a lettuce salad with just plain Italian dressing. All right, wait a minute. Wait a minute. All right, I'm in for it. Let me make out a shopping list. Now get a fresh vegetable of some sort. Your mother hates canned and frozen things, you know. Why? Darling, don't ask me. Now make out the list, and you can call and order it from here. You do it. No, no. No. When a woman has a baby, it's the one legitimate time she has an excuse from housekeeping, and I intend to enjoy it. And I am enjoying it. <laughs> Get the grocery store on the phone, dear. We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. Amos and Andy, Robert Q. Lewis, and his gang will all be coming your way today on most of these same stations. You don't have to make any special plans to enjoy their good company either. Go right ahead with whatever you're doing when they drop by on CBS Radio. If you're getting ready for a heavy date, that won't stop Amos and Andy for a minute. They'll tell their jokes, play their songs, and keep you company all the while. And get a head start on your evening's fun listening to the Amos and Andy Music Hall. If Robert Q. Lewis and his gang turn up when you're having dinner, don't fuss about an extra setting. Keep a radio handy instead and add their sparkling comedy and music to your menu as a second dessert. Here at CBS Radio, nobody stands on ceremony either. Home for a pipe and slippers evening or out for a drive, you'll find the songs and down-to-earth humor an out-and-out joy to hear. Listen for the Amos and Andy Music Hall and Robert Q. Lewis, regularly on CBS Radio. They make the best of evenings better. <laughs> No, 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 I'm calling from the hospital, Mr. Holland, and I, I want these, these things delivered to the house, though. Four Idaho potatoes for baking. Head of lettuce. Yeah, uh, hold on a minute. What kind of a vegetable shall I get, huh? Anything you want, dear. You're the cook. Oh, <laughs> uh, hello, Mr. Holland. Uh, how are your string beans today? Ask if they're really fresh. Are they really fresh? To... Yeah, well, give me about a pound, I guess. A pound? For three people, darling, they cook down. Get at least two pounds. Give me two, two pounds, pounds of nice, fresh string beans. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's all. Uh-huh. 
Fine, thank you very much. Oh, boy, I tell you this much. Because I guess it's what you want to hear. I sure will be glad to have you home again. You will? Yes, ma'am, I will. <laughs> <laughs> nurse said you would appreciate me more, dear. Yeah, well, Nurse was right, by golly. Boy, I don't know how you keep house day after day after day like this. You know, it really is a job. I know, dear, I know. Now, you better get to the office. I'll expect to see you all again then after dinner tonight. By the way, your mother said something about that. I want to read that part to you, too. Listen to this. We will drive over to the hospital to see you and Chauncey in oh, the evening. Oh, no, 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 honey. Look, I never told her we were going to name I'll him I'll bet you hinted that we might, and well, I will not name him Chauncey now, dear, and why your family uh, seems to feel that boy, we should. Oh, boy, I foresee a family squabble. Well, now, look, honey, don't get it. We will not name him Chauncey. Well, I'll say we will. Of course, whatever we name him, when he grows up, he's going to say, now, why did you ever name me that? <laughs> I know, uh, I know. The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Ethel Everett and is produced by Walter Hart. This is Art Hanna speaking and inviting you to listen in on Monday to The Couple Next Door. Thank you.